Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki. Hi, this is Gideon Shelwick here. My name is Farnoosh Brock. And you're listening to Learning with Leslie. Learning with Leslie. This is Learning with Leslie. 888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google puts you in a headlock. <laughs> I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Simon from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, I'm going to be covering a hot topic. I'm going to be talking about how to use social media to engage your audience. Social media is no longer the wave of the future. It's what's happening today. And if you aren't using it, you're most likely missing out on a significant amount of potential exposure. Chances are your target market is on social media. And you want to make sure that you are fishing where the fish are. Duh! <laughs> well, today's episode is the first in a few episodes that I will do on a topic because I want to master social media and make sure that I'm doing it as efficiently as possible. And while I'm learning, I'm going to be sharing that with you. So that's what I'm going to be talking about today. All right. You know, I just came back from a trip to New York. I went with my family, my wife and my little boy, Noah, and we went up to upstate New York, and we were in a number of different towns, and it was just a blast. Noah traveled, he flew on a plane, and he was a joy. No bunch of crying, no bunch of noise. He was actually kind of like entertainment for the people that were around us. <laughs> so it was, it was actually quite fun. He stayed on an airplane for five hours and didn't complain. That, to me, it's pretty awesome. So we're going to be traveling the world from now on. <laughs> uh, it's just kind of great. Anyhow, I, you know, I'm not going to do a bunch of preliminaries in this episode. I'm just going to get straight to the content. No no listener questions, no announcements or anything of that sort. So uh, we're going to dive right into it. If you do have a question that you'd like me to deal with on the podcast, you know what to do. And if you don't know what to do, here's what you do. You call the hotline and that number is... 888-835-2414. You can call there, leave your comment, your question, your suggestion. I will deal with it on this show. So let's get into this, um, this, 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 this content for today dealing specifically with social media. You know, it's great to have a blog that gets a ton of traffic from Google, from Google, from the search engine. Someone goes to Google, they do a search for whatever your topic is, and you're ranking very high and you're getting a lot of traffic from from that. Right now, Google is my number one source of traffic for my biology blog. And I love that. I love having you know people searching and finding. That's great. However, that's something that can take a while to build up, to build up the authority of your blog, to build up your blog to where Google thinks that, okay, this is one that's going to be around for a while. It offers high-value content, and we need to serve this up high in the search results. Um, create cre When you create something awesome, that that people start to engage with and starts indexing and all of that stuff, then over time you build up your authority. 
It's a good stuff. It's, it, it's good stuff. It's a good system, I think. However, because that can take a, uh, that can take a significant amount of time to build up, using social media can really help to give you that extra boost. You know, if you can create something awesome that people want to share because it's engaging, it's informative, it's unique, and all that kind of stuff, social media can give it almost instant success. Now, I don't I, I'm not someone that likes to talk about instant success because I don't fully believe in instant success. But it can really help to give that boost. I'll give you one perfect example. There's a girl by the name of Karen Chang. I don't know if you've ever heard of her, but she made a YouTube video showing how she learned to dance in one year. And it's a time-lapse video. So She's showing you from on day one the the way she was dancing, and then she practiced every single day, 365 days, one entire year, and she made videos all along that process and then created a short time-lapse video showing that. And it's pretty amazing to see the progression. When I saw it, I thought to myself, oh, this is cool. I want to share this. And I shared it. And a lot of people shared it. The first day that she posted the video, um, she got 80,000 views. The second day, she was at 800,000 views. And by the third day, she was at 1.8 million views. She created something awesome. People really engaged with it. They wanted to share it. And that gave her almost that instant exposure. Now, of course... When, when I say instant, it's not really instant because she did work for one entire year. But once she was ready to start and launch her online presence, that part happened almost instantly because of the work that she, do, she had done and also because social media was there to help to get it out there. Sharing is what makes social media so powerful. Most people, though, they get social media wrong. They hear that social media is great for getting the word out there. They hear that you know it can help them to promote their business. They see that maybe their competitors are on social media, so they think, okay, I need to get on this social media stuff. So they jump on and they just start promoting their stuff, and that is an absolute fail if this is what you're doing if you're listening to this podcast right now this podcast episode and you know that you're doing this please please stop stop it right now like if you're about to send out that tweet you're about to post something on facebook right now just stop listen to this episode from beginning to end and then reevaluate the strategy that you're using and then use something that's more effective so First, I want to talk about what social media is. Now, anytime I want to talk about what something is, for some reason, I just go to Wikipedia. So I went to Wikipedia. I did a Google, uh, uh, not a Google search, <laughs> a search for social media. And this is what it says. Social media refers to the means of interactions among people in which they create, share, and exchange information and ideas in virtual communities and networks. That's the definition according to social media. I mean, according to Wikipedia. Now, people are going on social media sites to connect with friends, to, to connect with family, to meet new friends, to meet new people, to, to interact with, with brands even that they are interested in. 
However, I want you to fully understand what social media does not involve as much. People do not go to social media because they care about your business. I want you to understand that. People don't care about your business when they're going to social media. That is not why they're there. They're there to connect. They're there to engage. They're there to share. Now, imagine this. You're out with some friends. You're hanging out, having a nice conversation. Let's say you're out at Cheesecake Factory. We went there yesterday, and, oh, man, the food was awesome. I had the uh, avocado egg rolls, the fried um, macaroni and cheese, the sweet corn tamales. Uh, Then I had the, the Evelyn pasta and... Oh, oh, man, my mouth is watering right now just thinking about it. And then we got some cheesecakes to bring home because we're so stuffed and we're going to eat that today. Anyhow, that's besides the point. But imagine you're out at a cheesecake factory like I was yesterday and someone comes up to you and tries to sell you a vacuum cleaner. What are you going to like? How are you going to respond? Are you going to be excited and be like, oh, wow, this is a nice vacuum cleaner. I want to buy that. I mean, even if you're looking for a vacuum cleaner at the moment, are, are you, do you really want pe- someone to just come up and randomly do that to you? What's, what's your response going to be? Now, think about that and then answer this question. Why would you think it, w- it would be any different online? If people are online and they're on there to engage with friends, connect with people, and then you start to push on them this vacuum cleaner, is that going to be very effective? No, it's not. It's relatively similar to what's happening online. I mean, offline. People want to connect. People want to engage. And they don't want you just pushing advertisements down their face. Okay? So, the take-home message is, if you're using social media to build your blog, to build your brand, to bring exposure to your cause or whatever this case, or whatever the case might be, you want to be in the position of the trusted expert friend. Now imagine this situation. You're out with a friend and your friend and let's say you're still out at Cheesecake Factory. Why not? Since we're going to use there, since the food is that awesome, um, you know that this friend knows a lot about vacuum cleaners. In in fact, this friend maybe sells vacuum cleaner, but vacuum cleaners, but this friend is a friend. Yours is broken at home. Um, Do you ask them about vacuum cleaners? Of course, because you know that they are someone that is well-informed about that. Um, If if they sell vacuums that you know are awesome, are you going to buy it from them? Or are you going to buy it from someone else? You're most likely going to buy it from them because you have a connection with them. You trust them. You know that they know their stuff. And that's exactly what you want to be, that trusted expert friend, not that person that comes into a random conversation. You don't know the people and you're just trying to stuff a vacuum down their throat. Oh, that sounds kind of painful. Anyhow, now... I'm a certified recording engineer. You maybe may, maybe you didn't know that about me, but I I went through a course and got certifi- certification for being a recording engineer, and I actually have all the equipment necessary for a recording studio. I used to have a recording studio at home. My wife and I used to do some recording, and I used to record some friends and some students and all that stuff. Now, a few years back, I called a company, and the company was Sweetwater. It's at Sweetwater.com to ask about some recording equipment that I wanted to purchase. Now, when I called in, 
I got a guy, and his name is Ryan Murphy. We spoke for a little while about the the the, the equipment that I wanted to buy. Um, he spoke to me. He started to ask me about what I was doing. You know, w- you know what why I needed the equipment, and um, trying to ca- get me as much help as possible. And when it was all said and done, get this. He told me that I could do what I wanted to do with what I already had and that I didn't need to purchase that piece of equipment. I was absolutely blown away. I was so impressed with the conversation that the next time I needed to get something, you know what I went? I went to my phone and I called not Sweetwater, I called Ryan. And since then, I felt connected to Sweetwater because I am connected to Ryan. And you know what? If I were to buy something, some recording equipment anywhere else, I feel personally as if I am cheating on Ryan. (laughs) That sounds kind of weird, but that's exactly how I feel. I always go to Sweetwater.com and I always call Ryan directly. When I call him, he says, hey, Leslie, how you doing? And I say, I'm doing pretty pretty good. I'm looking at getting such and such and I want to get your opinion or I want to order this or whatever the case may be. And we have a nice little conversation and then I purchase it. He sends it to me. And, you know, it's it's seamless because of the relationship that I feel that we have. Now, of course, that's an orchestrated relationship. He did it very strategically, but that really worked for me. And that's how you want to be when it comes to social media. So I want to dive into some tips. That's just kind of some of the background information. I want you to understand what social media is about and how you can use it effectively. And now I'm going to give you some tips to be able to use it effectively to engage your audience. Tip number one, choose your platform wisely. Now, if you're like me, Maybe you're starting your online business, you have a full-time job, you have a family, you don't have a ton of time to be on social media all day, tweeting and sharing and liking and all that kind of stuff. Um, So you want to choose the the social network, the social media site that you're going to be working on, um, spending the most time on. You want to choose that wisely. And you want to choose it depending on what niche you're in. For example, if you're in a niche where you're going to be broadcasting a bunch of news, uh, you want to be on Twitter. If you're, let's say, a DIY blogger or you're blogging about recipes or something else that lends very well to pictures, if you're thinking pictures, you want to think something like Pinterest. If you're not sure where to start, I would go with something like Facebook because that's where everyone is right now. Or Maybe Google Plus, because I honestly believe that Google Plus is the future. Um, There's a lot happening that I really see potential um, when it comes to Google Plus. I know it's not as many people as, um, as Facebook, but... I think they're heading in the right direction. Uh, If you're all about video, you want to be using something like YouTube. YouTube is what I use exclusively in the beginning to build my biology blog, and it was extremely effective. So depending on what you're focusing on, what your niche is, you want to choose the correct social media site or the one that's going to work for you. You know, Guy Kawasaki calls this the five Ps. Um, Facebook is about people, people you know, people you want to connect with and all that stuff. Everyone is there. Twitter is all about perceptions. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? And sharing your thoughts and sharing content that inform your perceptions or your, your perceptions are informing. 
G, um, Google Plus. That's all about passion. That's where you go to meet new people that are passionate about a specific topic. Pinterest is all about pictures. LinkedIn is all about pimping, he says. <laughs> pimping yourself. So if you want to um, get a new job and that kind of stuff. All, all that, that stuff is very good when it comes to LinkedIn. So those are the five P's that Guy Kawasaki um, calls them. So depending on what your focus is, you want to choose your social network accordingly. Now, I don't believe, especially in the beginning, in the be everywhere type of a, a philosophy. Now, I know my good friend Pat Flynn um, pushes that concept, but I also know that he does not mean um, be everywhere and just like spread yourself thin. He, he, in how he describes it, it's more of building up to where eventually you're everywhere and you're using these multiple social media sites effectively and and kind of growing from there and getting exposure in multiple different avenues. So when you're beginning, especially when you're beginning and you're trying to navigate this whole social media stuff or like Michael Stelzner from Social Media Examiner puts it, the so, navigating the social media jungle, um, you want to take it slow and build one at a time. So that's tip number one. Choose your platform wisely. Tip number two, register for an account on all the other social media sites because you never know when they're going to come in handy and you want to make sure to reserve your name. Now, when I started my biology site, I, I focused on YouTube, but I also got a Facebook page. I got a Twitter account. And I, I did that because I knew that eventually I wanted to spread out. So first I started with YouTube alone. Then I went to Facebook and I started building that out. I still haven't fully gone to uh, Twitter, um, but when I do, I already have the name that's reserved and I can start to work on that. Now, in doing that, one of the things that you can do is you can possibly automate some of the ones that you aren't working on as strongly so that they're still there, they're still still present. Um, there's a service that I just started testing out because I am so falling in love with Google+. Plus. Um, it's called Friends Plus Me. It's at friendsplus.me. And what it does is you can post to Google Plus and have it syndicated out to other sites, to Twitter, to Facebook, and it does it automatically, and I think that works very well. Um, but the, the key thing is you register for these other accounts, and once you've mastered one, you can move on to the next and master that one. And then once you've mastered those two and you have systems in place to make sure those are done effectively, then you can consider moving on to the next. Tip number three, I want to call this the 80-20 rule for content and promotion. And the, 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 the key thing is give more than you expect to receive. And I'm talking about much more. Spend 80% of your time giving and only 20% of the time promoting, you know, your 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 products, your services or your content, but promote it in a way that it kind of fits into this concept of sharing valuable information. So, Think about these questions. What does your audience want? What do they want to learn? Is it that they want to learn biology, like my target audience for my biology site? That's the first question you want to ask. The second question is, what works well on the platform of choice, on the, on the social media platform that you're choosing? Is it all about conversation? 
Is it all about pictures or maybe pictures with text? For example, on Facebook, you see a lot of these pictures that have text on them that might have a, a snappy quote or a, 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 some interesting fact. Now, what I do for me personally is I use that com combination, the pictures with interesting biology facts or interesting biology questions. And, and I share that on Facebook or I have my, my VA share that on Facebook and people engage very much with that. Um, so, so I'm offering mostly value offering things that people engage with, that people like, resources that they find helpful, linking to other sites that, that, um, uh, that, that are relevant to my niche, that are going to help my audience. And then every once in a while, I promote what I have. So that 80-20 rule, I think that works very well for social media when it comes to content and promotion. So provide more content and the promotion kind of comes afterwards. 80-20 is not a, die hard, that, uh, a hard set rule, but it's the concept that I want you to understand. Tip number four, the 80-20 rule for on-topic versus off-topic content. Here's the thing. People want to know that you're a real person. They don't want to know that. They don't want to necessarily um, know that you're just all about business. No, they want to know that you're a real person. So, for example, when I started this episode, I spoke about the trip that my family and I just came back from. You know, that's not on topic, but it kind of paints a bigger picture of who I am. And I want you to get to know who I am and to interact with me in a way that you get to know me as a person. That is very significant when it comes to social media also. So on topic, off topic, mostly on topic. So maybe 80% of your posts are going to be on topic, but 20% are going to be not on topic. It's just going to be interesting things about you and sharing your life with your audience or sharing off topic stuff with your audience. Tip number five, you want to be a source of great content from others. You want to be sharing other people's stuff. And the way you can do this, the way I do it is I subscribe to a number of blogs, a handful of selected blogs, and I use, I subscribe to them via RSS. I use the service Feedly at Feedly.com. And that allows me to go to one place and see what all of these blogs have posted for the day. Once I see what they posted, if there's something that I think is going to be of value to my audience, I can then share that content with my obvious. You can also use sites like PopURLs, P-O-P-U-R-L-S dot com or Alltop.com, A-L-L-T-O-P dot com. And what those sites do is they allow you to see what's popular across the internet um, for specific topics, especially all top. You can um, select a specific topic and then it will show you what is popular online. Now, if you can be one of the first people to get to what's popular and share it with your audience, the first people that your audience gets that information um, from, you become more of an authority. They look at you as someone they can trust to go to to get great information. So using these types of sites is very, very helpful. Tip number six, invite dialogue. This is not a one-way uh, conversation. Uh, well, I guess that's not a conversation. Uh, it's not a one-way lecture. 
it's a two-way street and hopefully eventually it's a a, a multi-way street if you want to call it that um, so it's not all about what you have to say so you can ask your audience questions engage them in that way get their input what do they have to say about a specific topic doing that will get them involved and by getting them involved you'll get them more engaged with your blog with your brand and with you tip number seven you want to be consistent now uh, i gave the example of sweetwater.com in the beginning two days ago i got a call from ryan just to see how i was doing check to see if there were any questions that i had about um um any topic and any um equipment that i might want to uh, purchase in the future or equipment that i have that i'm not sure how to use he follows up with me regularly now when it comes to social media you want to be posting regularly and that's going to vary from social media site to social media site for example on facebook i try to post once daily at least every weekday um, on twitter you want to be posting multiple times per day so depending on the social network you want to decide what the frequency of posts are going to be um, and i'm actually going to dive a little deeper into this and also all of these other things in future posts when or future future episodes when I do go more in depth with one specific social media site. Now, when you stop posting, engagement goes down. It, it's almost a direct correlation. If I if I post every day for a week, more people are going to be engaged with my content. If I stop posting for a few days, you'll see that number go down. And you can actually track that. And I have tracked that or at least paid attention to that. And I've seen that happen. Um, when you're more consistent, people get more engaged. That's tip number seven. Tip number eight, use social media tools to help you manage your social media sites. Um, some of the tools that I use, I use TweetDeck for managing Twitter. Um, I use Hootsuite kind of as a dashboard for managing all my social media sites. And I'm kind of going between TweetDeck and Hootsuite and trying to fully evaluate. I like Hootsuite in that you can ma manage everything in one place. There are some features about it that I don't like as much, but I'm kind of getting used to it. It's nice to have one place that you can come to and do all of your social media posting and engagement and all that stuff. Also, I use Buffer app. Buffer app, I use that for scheduling my posts because in the morning when I wake up, um, especially these days, I go and I browse the internet to I check Feedly and so on to find interesting content and then I buffer them up and what that does is it schedules them at predetermined times throughout the day so that it's not, you know, I post all the content at what time, one time. Buffer app is really good for that. Tip number nine, make sure you're focusing your social media efforts. Don't be on social media all day chatting up a storm. Get on there, do the things that you set out to do, and then bounce. It's so easy to waste time on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. You know, you, you go and you see an interesting video. You click on that video, you watch that video, and at the end there are suggested videos for you to check out. And you're like, oh, this is kind of interesting. So you click on the play, and next thing you know, five hours later, you're like, oh, man, I was on social media for five hours. I accomplished absolutely nothing. Be specific about your goals. Why are you on social media? And spend a predetermined amount of time doing 
those specific things. It's so easy to waste time. Don't get caught as I have gotten caught so many times in the past and I still even get caught from time to time in the future. Um, So make sure you're focusing your social media efforts. Tip number 10, integrate your social media with your blog. You want to have a like box on there. Facebook is something that you're uh, focusing on so that people can easily like your page. Uh, Follow buttons, plus one buttons, Pinterest um, buttons, anything to get people to engage with you on social media. Um, The Dig Dig plugin is one that I'm using right now to get people to share my content on social media so that they can also now go out there and evangelize and spread the word about what's happening at Become a Blogger or what's happening at Interactive by Um, Then there's the Live Fire and Discuss plugins. You can use either of those, but that allows people to leave comments using their social media profiles. The great thing about this is when they do leave those comments, they get the option of automatically sharing those comments on their on their timeline or on their page. And when they do that, that brings more exposure, hopefully more engagement back to your blog, and and that's exactly what you want to do. Right now, I'm currently using the Discuss commenting, commenting plugin. I used to use Live Fire. I prefer Live Fire in terms of the features. However, I like the fact that I can manage Discuss from in my WordPress admin area. I don't have to go to the Discuss website. Um, Live Fire, you need to go to their website to manage your comments. And I don't like having to be in multiple places. Um, so either of them works. It just depends on what you are trying to accomplish so that's tip number 10 and of course i have a bonus tip and this bonus tip is in my opinion the most important tip and that is be a real person because you know what people connect with people people do not connect with companies a company is boring a person that's engaging a person that you can have a conversation with a person that feels like a friend that is someone that you can connect with and if you can connect with that person or if and if you can be that person then you're going to increase that engagement so to recap tip number one Choose your platform wisely. Tip number two, register on other accounts. Maybe automate some of the others in the meantime while you build up the first on the other social media sites. Tip number three, the 80-20 rule for content and promotion. Offer valuable content for 80% of the time or most of the time and promotion only 20% or even less, depending on how you feel. Tip number four, the 80-20 rule for on-topic versus off-topic content. Make sure you're on-topic for the most of most part, but also bring some life in there with some other stuff that's not necessarily on-topic, but interesting. Tip number five, be a source for great content from others. Share other people's stuff. Tip number six, invite a dialogue. It's not a one-way street. It's a two-way conversation and hopefully also a multi-way conversation. Uh, Tip number seven, be consistent. Tip number eight, use social media tools to help you manage your social media accounts. Tip number nine, focus your social media efforts Don't waste a bunch of time on social media all day. Tip number 10, integrate social media with your blog. And then, of course, there's the bonus tip. And the bonus tip is be a real person because you know what? People connect with people. People do not connect with companies. And you want to be that 
trusted expert friend that people are going to connect with. I hope you found this valuable. We're going to be diving more into social media over the coming weeks, coming months, or whatever the case might be. I'm going to probably do some interviews with some people that know more than I do when it comes to these specific social networks so that we can all learn. So I hope you're enjoying this podcast. Of course, if you are, please head on over to iTunes, becomeablogger.com slash iTunes, and leave me a review so people can know, you know, if this, if this podcast is a bunch of junk or if this podcast is valuable stuff, it helps to get additional exposure. Um, and of course, I appreciate that. It helps me on my goal of changing the world one blog at a time. Hey, if you want to change the world with a blog and you have not gotten started or you want some guidance, head on over to freebloggingvideos.com. You don't even have to opt in. You don't even have to do anything. Just press play. And I'm going to show you. I'm going to walk you through the process of getting your blog up there, running, and getting it out there so that people can engage with you on social media, on your blog, on everything. So, freebloggingvideos.com. That's pretty much it for this episode. So until next time, this is Leslie Samuel. Take care and God bless.